Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jordan Anderson, and welcome to the audio podcast. I've converted my vlogs into sound for your convenience and your enjoyment. The introduction of the DSLRs uh, into the video world was pretty popular a few years ago, but now more and more the mirrorless cameras and the cinema cameras are starting to take over and at a more affordable rate. So now the question is, is this thing still relevant and is it time to upgrade? Today I think I can convince you to upgrade your DSLR and I'm going to do it with these three categories. Image quality, performance, and purpose. So let's get into the first one, image quality. You know, people say that image quality doesn't matter or people hate when they ask, what camera did you shoot that with? And people ask like, how are you able to achieve that image quality? And sometimes it's because of the camera that you were able to achieve that image quality. So let's talk about 4K. 4K, if you'd asked me six months ago, I would have said, yeah, it's kind of on the way, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's gonna be that important. 4K is incredibly important nowadays. It's a great tool for filmmakers because 4K gives you room in the frame, but then also if you want to output to 1080p, you're gonna get a much more clean image, much more detailed image. It's kind of just, you're tired of waiting for them to upgrade to 4K when they're probably never going to. The next thing I want to talk about with image quality is bitrate and also picture profiles. Uh, the DSLRs nowadays have a pretty low bitrate. They don't have uh, a very broad color space, not very much dynamic range. And then also uh, the ability to change your picture profiles, so get into something like a Canon log or S-Log with Sony. You're able to get a better image and you're also able to kind of, this gives you a broader range to color correct. Whereas if you're just on DSLRs, you can mimic you, or you can try to look like certain cameras. You can try to look like high dynamic range because you just lowered the contrast and took the sharpness out. But in the end, it's not really a better image from it. It's not more cinematic looking. And it's just like, it's just trying to be something that it's not. So the next topic I want to cover is the handling of these DSLRs. Um, DSLRs are great for photographers. You know, they're pretty beefy enough in the hands. They look great. Put them up the eye and you take a shot. But then you want to like go handheld with this for video and you end up kind of holding it like this, or you're, like, you're putting it around your neck, trying to hold it still. And it just, it's just, like, like I said earlier, it's just trying to be something that it's not, or you're trying to make it into something that it's not. With most DSLRs nowadays, you need to have some sort of rig around it. Uh, you should put a cage on it, put a top handle. And the fact that you have to get one of those in order to make, a, make this thing a functioning video camera is not really that practical if you, you know, you want, if you're buying this because you're buying a video camera and then you have to like trick it out, then it wasn't really meant to be a video camera to start with. This is something that's kind of bugged me this whole time and I've talked about it in previous videos and that's the record time limit. These things, uh, I don't know if it's legally required to be under 30 minutes, but the record time limit on these DSLRs are 30 minutes and as someone who shoots weddings for ceremonies that last over 30 minutes, this is incredibly frustrating because you're always having to make new files, sh make sure that you're not running out of time space, that you're, you know, if it's at 25 minutes, you have to kind of reset the clock, stop your clip. That can be very unprofessional sometimes and, of course, very impractical. Another issue with the sort of handling with these things is the battery life. These are very tiny batteries and these batteries weren't really meant for big time videos. I mean, just 
I mean, they're great for photography, and uh, it's clear that these things are photographers first. Taking a photograph doesn't really require that much power. Uh, you don't even need the screen on the back. You can just take the picture. But as for video, you have to have everything going at once. You have to have the sensor exposed. You have to have the back screen lit so you can actually see what you're shooting. And that can use up a lot of batteries, and you end up having to buy a lot of batteries. And if you're lucky, maybe you'll get one hour, one and a half hours out of it. And uh, it's just, these things just are starting to add up that they're just not really that practical enough to be a video camera. Where if you had, if you did have a professional video camera, if you had a cinema camera, you would have really big batteries or you would have, you know, maybe not huge batteries, but you would have longer lasting batteries where the idea that two hour battery life is sort of a no-brainer, like, yeah, of course it does two hours of battery life. It, what do you expect? To wrap up this DSLR argument, I want to make the last point about purpose. What is your camera for? What job do you have to use this for? Uh, those are very important questions when you're trying to think about upgrading. With DSLRs, they, the more you use them, the more you realize they sort of fall they fall into certain jobs, but not every job. So for example, wedding videos, these can work good for the most time, but when you have to shoot long recording times, uh, these can get pretty shaky, pretty unreliable, especially for a wedding if you have to miss something because you're having to stop the record. So for independent films, uh, the DSLR is not really the best choice nowadays, especially with the ability to rent things. You can rent cinema cameras uh, for $2,000 a week and uh, be better off. You're going to have better record time, you're going to have better image quality. Um, these, I mean, if you have the money for an independent film, uh, this would not be my first choice. For the purpose of, say, a short film, a film that's under 30 minutes, uh, maybe not a big budget, not as big as the independent film that you're shooting, I would probably go with a mirrorless camera. Mirrorless cameras are small, sleek, but the main point with the mirrorless cameras is that they have better image quality, and a lot of them can shoot in 4K. Uh, the final job purpose that I can think of is vlogs, like vlog like this. We're shooting on a DSLR now. Uh, this is a DSLR here. These are really good for vlogs because it's casual content. It's not high-risk content. You're not, you know, you're not getting paid thousands of dollars to make vlogs. So vlogs can be uh, probably the best choice for a DSLR because these cameras are cheap to start with. Uh, the image quality is good enough. It's 1080p, and sometimes they even let you, you know, take some selfie modes if you want to do that. The final reason I want to go over is the outward appearance of your camera. Sometimes when you're working with big clients, they sort of expect big projects, big production, and showing up to a set with a camera like this, you may lose a little bit of credibility as a filmmaker. DSLRs are now consumer products. These are no longer in the professional realm. Your grandma has one of these, your aunt has one of these. So upgrading your camera, you're gonna look more professional, you're gonna have more professional features, and your client's gonna rest easy that they're getting their money's worth when they're, sh when they're choosing you as the filmmaker. So we've gone over the three main reasons why it's time to upgrade your DSLR, or even upgrade away from DSLRs entirely. But I wanna go over sort of this unspoken reason. You should only really upgrade your DSLR if you can afford it. A lot of these cameras that are coming out nowadays are in the multi-thousand dollars. A professional camera can set you back five to $10,000, and that's a lot of money for some people. Some starting video production companies that invest huge amounts of money into just their camera may not last as long as they think they will, and they may just sort of fizzle out because 
they don't have the capital now to exist because they spent all their money in this new camera. Think of your camera as a big investment. It's something that you're going to be able to keep two to three years. You may try to sell it or you may just think like, oh, I could just sell it. But if you keep playing that game long enough, you're not going to have very much money to play with. If you are truly thinking about upgrading cameras, I would recommend renting the camera first. Give it a test run for the weekend. Uh, there's, there are plenty of rental sites online. You can check out lensrental.com. Check out borrowlenses.com. You can also check out LensPro to go. These are three great websites where they will ship the camera out to you, even just for the weekend. Get it on Friday, ship it back Monday, and test these cameras out. See if this is the camera that you truly want to invest in because this is a long-term decision that you have to make. This is not something that can be taken lightly. It's serious business, and you got to really think about, is this worth it? So that's our show. Hope you are convinced now that it's time to upgrade your DSLR. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can catch the next episode when it comes out. And if you haven't already, head over to YouTube and check these vlogs out for yourself. Thanks.